Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is July 20th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, before we get started, I want to remind you that there is a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that same Discord uh, app, Messenger, or through the Anchor Podcast um, Messenger. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 market cap of the day starting off with bitcoin settling at $9,214.34 for a 0.3% gain and in second place we have ethereum settling at $238.51 for a no gain no loss and in third place we have usdt tether settling at $1 no gain no loss and in fourth place we have xrp ripple settling at 19 cents for a 0.6% loss. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $226.34 for a 0.1% gain. And in sixth place, we have Cardano settling at 12 cents for a 2% loss. And in seventh place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision settling at $171.55 for a 0.2% loss. And in 8th place, we have Chainlink settling at $7.44 for a whopping 7.4% loss. And in ninth place, we have Litecoin settling at $42.57 for a no gain, no loss. And in 10th place, we have Binance Coin settling at $17.63 for a 2.7% loss. Wow. Wow. Hey, that chain link, 7.6%. That's crazy. That's cray cray. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, With that said, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with your... Actually, no. You know what? Your total market cap is $278.1 billion dollars. All right, now we can get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. With that said, first news coming in from Liam Frost. Wirecard's X. COO turns up in Russia with Bitcoin Cash, says report. Hmm. The former chief operating officer at Wirecard, a payouts firm that lost, quote, 1.9 billion euros in June, recently fled to Russia and has significantly and has a significant cache of Bitcoin there, according to a report by German news outlet Handelsblatt on Sunday. Jane Marsalek is said to have brought significant sums to Russia in the form of Bitcoin from Dubai, where Wirecard had dubious operations, the newspaper noted. Employees of the GRU, Russia's military intelligence agency, reported, reportedly helped 
Marsalek to get a private house in the Moscow region. What? Really? Wirecard's woos. On June 22nd, German prosecutors arrested the head of Wirecard's Dubai-based unit. An arrest warrant was issued for Marsalek as well, but he managed to escape before he could be apprehended, leaving a slew of false leads and clues as to whether he may be hiding. According to open-source investigative journalism platform Bellingcat, airline bookings and falsified immigration records showed that Marsalek had traveled through the Philippines en route to China, with investigators later determining it was a false trail. What? What happened to... Okay, what? So where did he go? He went... Uh, at the same time, the researchers calculated that Marsalek entered the Russian Federation around 60 times in the last 10 years while pursuing projects and investments in Libya. Bellingcat reported that... Okay, okay, what happened to Wirecard? As Decrypt reported, Marsalek disappeared after Wirecard, which operates several cryptocurrency cards, filed for insolvency after a trustee for its bank accounts reported a spurious balance leaving the company's in a $2.1 billion hole. The knock-on effects of Wirecard's crisis caused chaos in the UK banking sector, with fintech firms finding access to their accounts suspended and crypto debit cards operated by Wirecard frozen. Okay, hold on. How do they know he's there? What? How do they... Wait, hold on. What did I... What did I miss? Well, working on... Okay, so how do they know he's in Russia? Oh well. Anyways, next news. Actually, I want to follow up. I want to follow up from who who wrote this? Who wrote this? Liam Frost. There has to be a follow up on that. Next news from Sharyuva. Sharyu. I wish I. Sha. Sharyu. Shar. Shar. Sharya Malwa. Sharya Malwa. Bank of Japan sets up digital yen division to expedite CBDC research. The Bank of Japan, the country's central bank, confirms Monday it is setting up a new central bank digital currency division to speed up the project's issuance and development, according to local news outlets Main, Mainichi. <laughs> Mainichi. <laughs> the new division is set up under BOJ's Payment and Settlement System Department. Ten members will work in the team led by Akio Okuno, a senior official with the payments department. The group takes over from BOJ's previous digital currency team. No further reason for the replacements were provided. What will the new CBDC division do? The new CBDC division's agenda include legally defining digital currencies as well as speeding up the research and issuance of a CBDC in Japan. Okay, what else? Japan CBDC Feasibility Study. Today, announcements follows Friday's cabinet reports of approving an economic policies for conducting a feasibility study for a Japanese digital currency in joint projects with other countries. Cool. All right. Japan's national efforts to take place as its neighbor China and South Korea press ahead with the use of blockchain technologies and digital currencies as cornerstones of their future economic plans. The land of the rising sun does not want to be left behind. Yay! Awesome. Next news. Written by Will Hisman. Banque de France selects eight potential partners for CBDC experiments. The Banque de France, 
France's central bank has selected eight potential partners, including HSBC, Accenture, and Seba Bank, in its hunt to modernize interbank settlements via a central bank digital currency. As the institution heading the Digital Euro Initiative, the Banque de France called on applicants in March to propose experimental CBDC framework to both refurbished interbank settlements and lay the foundations for a digital euro. Now, per a statement from the bank, the applicants have been chosen and work is underway. Who is taking part in the CBDC experiment? The central bank favored few include Accenture, HSBC, Seba Bank, and Prosper US, as well as Euroclear, a Belgium-based financial service company, Easness, a blockchain-powered record-keeping platform for funds, Liquid Sherim, a, a blockchain-based pod. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what else? Though, let me see. Uh, the, the Road to Digital Euro. While the bank emphasizes that these proposals are purely experimental, it remarks that the findings will con constitute a direct contribution to similar CBDC investigations in the Eurozone, ultimately forming the basis for a digital euro. Awesome. Next news written by Will Heisman. PayPal could team with Paxos to enable crypto buying and selling. Fintech juggernaut PayPal has reportedly partnered with Paxos crypto brokerage to ship its crypto-centric payment service. If confirmed, the deal would see PayPal facilitate the buying and selling of cryptocurrencies to over 325 million active users. Paxos and PayPal partners? Question mark. According to CoinDesk, citing sources close to the matter, the New York-based crypto startup Paxos Famed for its stablecoins, Pax will serve as PayPal's supplier. An official announcement is expected in the next few days. Launched in July 2020, Paxo Crypto Brokerage has already succeeded in securing the business of Challenger Bank Revolt's U.S. branch. Following a partnership, Paxo CEO Charles Cascarilla noted that the brokerage service could prove a major tipping point for the adoption of cryptocurrency. PayPal's design on cryptocurrency. PayPal's crypto ambitions were revealed by Coindesk last month, causing a brief surge in the price of Bitcoin. However, PayPal hinted at its interest in cryptocurrencies as early as March. Okay, now it appears it will be taking the next step, joining rivals Revolt, Square, and Robinhood in offering crypto services. Awesome. That is awesome. Okay, next news. We have so much news to go through. So much. Adriana Hamacher. Bitcoin is beyond banning in the U.S., says Grayscale CEO. U.S. regulators are unlikely to come after Bitcoin, no matter who's in the White House this fall. That's the verdict of Barry Silbert, CEO of venture firm Digital Currency Group and its subsidiary leading digital assets manager from firm Grayscale. Bitcoin has been the U.S. regulator's site since 2012, when the U.S. Attorney General's office began investigating the cryptocurrency. Last year, U.S. President, presidential Donald Trump criticized it and other cryptocurrencies as being a medium for illegal activity. 
but in a Grayscale Investors call last week, Silbert, a former Wall Street investment banker, said that he was cautiously optimistic that the risk of a blanket ban on Bitcoin investments was now over. For the first time ever, we are past the Bitcoin ban. Perceived risk, he said, that's enough support in DC from policymakers and regulators that Bitcoin has a right to exist and ultimately you can't shut it down. Okay, soaring institutional demand for Bitcoin. Last week, Grayscale reported soaring demand for Bitcoin among institutional investors. The digital asset manager unveiled a record-breaking second quarter with inflows into its trust fund announcing amounting over $900 million from cryptocurrency, almost double the $500 million invested in the first quarter. Wow. Departure of SEC Chairman Jay Clayton. Silbert cautioned that any optimism over positive developments needed to be viewed with caution as policy changes will depend on who controls the House of Representatives and the Senate. But most importantly for the digital asset industry is the fog of uncertainty that rests over who will lead the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commissions after Jay Clayton, the current chairman, departs. Clayton's three-year SEC tenor has been described by the New York Times as muted, and last month he was tipped for the role for for the next U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. Forward-thinking SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce, aka Crypto Mom, is possibly is one possible candidate for the position of SEC Chair. Although a lot of pieces would need to fall into place for that to happen, as yet though there's no indication of who will take Clayton's place. Okay, next news, written by Will Heisman. Will Heisman writes a lot. That's good. Uh, Telecom Argentina hit by $7.5 million Monero ransomware attack. Hackers have overtaken an internal network of Argentina's biggest telecommunication services. Telecom Argentina SA demanded a $7.5 million ransomware to be paid in Monero. A screenshot circulating on social media appears to reveal the attacker's demands. You have two days, read the ransom note, which demands 109,347, no, 345 XMR worth $7.5 million. If you do not pay in time, the price will be doubled. The note emerged yesterday on what appears to be a computer connected to Telecom Argentina's internal network. Let's see. Reveal intentions. As yet, no ransomware group has claimed responsibility. That said, the attacker's modus operandi appears to be in line with that of Reveal. This particular threat group and its accompanying ransomware of the same name favors attacking enterprise networks denying access to sensitive file under a ransom is paid. Until a ransom is paid. Okay, in June, several law firms were struck by a Reveal ransomware assault. The attackers posted a repurchase price of $100,000 for a 50GB stash of client data. According to a blog tracking the group, while Reveal tends to gravitate towards enterprises, it isn't, it isn't beneath targeting celebrities such as Madonna and even President Trump. Okay, next news. 
written by Alexander Bechrans. Ethereum developers dare hackers to breach ETH2 testnet. Hmm. Ethereum 2.0 testnet are squared up, offering $5,000 to any challenger who can break them. Why do that when they can literally just take millions of dollars from ETH 1.0? Anyways, uh, the invitation came in from a tweet from Ethereum core developers Danny Ryan, linking to GitHub page outlining additional details and parameters for the challenge. The announcement comes as the Ethereum community chambers for any progress updates on the upgrade to Ethereum. As growing DeFi use case drives gas fees through the roof and pushing the existing Ethereum architecture to the limit. Let's see. While some existing blockchains have hundreds or thousands of validators, ETH 2.0 is designed to maintain decentralization by using at least 16,000 validators initially, increasing to hundreds of thousands over the course of a few years following the upgrade release. Validators will be coordinated into shard by communicating with the Ethereum beacon chain. Okay. ETH 2.0 has been... Uh, ETH, 2, ETH 2 has long been in development and the Ethereum network is currently being pushed to its technical limits as the booming DeFi sector drives transaction volumes upward, potentially slowing the network down. Yeah, I noticed that because, you know, I play a lot of dApps and uh, when I do transactions with Ethereum, it just, it's, it's horrible, man. It's, it's, it's all bad. It's all, all bad. It's all bad. Next news. Written by Liam Frost. Exchanges block Twitter hacker address, but the Bitcoin keeps coming. Really? Really? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Major US crypto exchange Coinbase has said that it has stopped over 100 has stopped over 1100 of its users from sending 30.4 Bitcoin around $280,000 to the hacker responsible for last week's Twitter scam by blacklisting the scammer's BTC address. Forbes reported. We noticed within a minute of the Gemini and Binance tweet Phillips Martin, Coinbase Chief Information Security Officers, told the outlet. What? He added that just 14 Coinbase users managed to send around $3,000 worth of Bitcoin to the scammer's address before Coinbase blacklisted it. As Decrypt reported, the hacker hijacked the accounts of Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and Elon Musk, among others well-known personalities. On July 16th. Among others, well, okay, but okay, BTC is still dripping into scammers. Ah, oh, that's that's cr- are you stupid? Sorry, it just uh, uh. although Coinbase and other exchanges move quickly to block the scammer's BTC address, it continues to receive small amounts of Bitcoin worth between a few cents and just over $28, according to Block Explorer. But who can still be sending money to such? publicly covered and already shut down scam while they could be unwary victims who are latecomers to the scam cybersecurity firm Chainalysis reckons there there's another explanation admirers look to tip the hacker get out of here no way are you serious we can only speculate as to why the donation addresses are continually to receive small amounts of money the firm's spokesperson told decrypt one example explain one example explanation one example explanation is that people often send tips to addresses in high-profile cases like 
this as a way of showing their approval for the stunt the actor pulled. Wow! Wow! Jeez, are you serious? Man. With many eyes on the stolen, uh, stolen money, any counterparties to the perpetrators will face close scrutiny. Chain analysis added, that's bad news for the hacker since Bitcoin is, unlike some cryptocurrencies, eminently traceable. Perhaps surprisingly, the hacker even left messages alluding to this fact in the blockchain asking, why not Monero? This may be wondering that themselves now. Yeah. That was uh, quite interesting. Anyways, uh, in regards to the messages um, within the address. Next news, written by Liam Frost. WireX teams with MasterCard says WireCard collapse didn't hurt users. I feel like I am uh, just reading some stuff that I've already read in the past. We did not work with MasterCard previously, but have been working hard on the partnership to achieve a principal membership for some time now. Charlotte, Charlotte Wells, WireX's event and communication manager, told Decrypt, moving forward, we will continue working with both MasterCard and Visa for different customers in different regions, converting crypto to cash. Prior to MasterCard's partnership, WireX was already offering its customers a Visa-based card that allows users to pay with crypto by automatically converting it into a fiat currency in millions of locations across 130 countries where Visa is accepted. Cool. WireX is proud to have become a principal member of MasterCard. It has always been our vision to empower everyone to enjoy the advantages of the world where all currencies are equal. And this membership is a step in the right direction, said Pavel Matviv, the CEO and a co-founder of WireX. He also added that WireX will announce some revolutionary advancement over the next few months. Bum, bum, bum. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Bitcoin ads must be regulated by UK government. Treasury proposes. The UK government wants to get rid of the misleading and inadequate promotions in the country's cryptocurrency industry. You know what? Get rid of those ads in YouTube for sure. Those are malicious ads. Today, Her Majesty's Treasury put forward a plan to have the UK's financial regulators, the Financial Conduct Authority, gatekeep the crypto companies allowed to advertise their services in the country. The government laid out the issue in a July 2018 report. Adverts often overstate benefits and rarely warn of volatility risk. The fact consumers can both grow and lose their investments and the lack of regulation. Okay, let's go down. Great news for crypto. I think this is great news. Stanny Kolachov, CEO and founder of London-based crypto loans company Aave, told Decrypt, if the government interventions weeds out these scammers, it's the right way to go, he said. Mariana Gospodovina, general manager of Crypto.com's Europe business, likewise told Decrypt, that the legislation is a good idea. The move is good for the industry, as it will eliminate dubious scammers trying to cash in on cryptocurrencies, she said. And it'll be good for business, too. Gospodilvina said it'll help distinguish companies that are committed to compliance from the fly-by-night scheme that duped, duped newcomers out of their funds by selling them snake oil. Wow. 
not for me, thanks. But not everyone's on board. Cause Constantin and his of the executive director of crypto exchange CEX, told Decrypt that the regulations could be devastating. Um, really? Hmm. Hmm, really? Why? Why would he say that? Anisimov said that this could be devastating for such a fast-paced industry as crypto and will most likely hurt the retail investors who will no longer be able to utilize the best market opportunities. Hmm, okay. You know. Yeah. Next news. Awesome, we just got two news articles left. This one's written by Andrew Hayward. This Pokemon-like crypto game now lets players earn real gold. Axie Axie Infinity, an Ethereum-based Pokemon-inspired game that lets players collect and battle cute creatures, has now added something potentially even more compelling than adorable beasts to collect in the game. Real gold. Rather, real gold-backed tokens. The Ethereum-based game developers have partnered with Digix to introduce special Axie DGX tokens to the game, which can be collected and redeemed for Digix's native gold-backed DGX tokens. One DGX is equivalent to one gram of gold. From today through August 2nd, the game's golden season campaign will deliver $1,500 worth of new Axie Digix tokens to players via random drops. The Axie DGX tokens can be exchanged at a rate of 100,000 Axie Digit tokens to one DGX token. As of this writing, CoinGecko pins the, the price of DGX at just less than $6 per token. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the search has subsided with the price of SLP currently hovering around 1, 0.019 cent. According to CoinGecko, or 92% off its June 8th peak. What? That's crazy. It's down 92%. However, that price is still a 502% improvement over its all-time low from just one month ago. Wow. Really? Wow. That's, uh, for one month, that's 500%. That's pretty volatile. But, uh, hey, you know what? Might be a good investment. Next and last news by Jeff Benson. But what do I know? I'm not an investor. You know, I don't. I, I, I buy and huddle. I buy and huddle. That's what I do. Next news by Jeff Benson. Stable coins help Ethereum pass Bitcoin in daily settlement value. Don't at Masari Ryan Watkins Bitcoin Maxis. He's just the analyst. Wait, 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 Don't at Masari's Ryan Watkins, Bitcoin Maxis. He's just the analyst. In findings sure to bring out the Bitcoin reply guys, Masari researcher Ryan Watkins found in his Q2 review of stablecoins that after nearly reaching parity with Bitcoin for daily settlement value in the first quarter of 2020, Ethereum blew past Bitcoin in the second quarter. The settlement figures add another feather in the cap of Ethereum, which has been the main public blockchain or stablecoins for some time. Okay, most of the growth was from the USDT stablecoin, better known as Tether. 
that now accounts for more than $10 billion of the stablecoin market cap of $12 billion. Wow. Okay, though Tether was initially issued on the Bitcoin blockchain, it began issuing issuing instead of on Ethereum backed in 2017. Yep. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, for those reading Watkins' report with no small amount of dread that the potential of cryptocurrency is being watered down to optimize it for faster settlements by institutions rather than peer-to-peer payments, Watkins ends on a hopeful coda in the long run. Stablecoins are not a compromise. They are a Trojan horse for permissionless money. Wow. With that said, Cryptonauts, wow, this was a really long podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you give a thumbs up, a like, and subscribe. A comment. I appreciate comments. Um, with that said, make sure you are washing your hands, washing your feet, washing your face, washing your mouth, and washing everything. Wearing your mask, keeping six feet and further apart. Social distancing. Stay quarantined if you can. Don't go out unless you need essential things. Um, definitely... You know what? I'm just going to say it. Don't go to Disneyland. Do not go to Disneyland. There's no need to be going to Disneyland. Don't do it. Why is it? Why is Disneyland even open? I don't I don't know. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, yep. Yeah, with that said, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all on the next one. Adios.